Monday Morning Crew, Coffee Crew Memes Crew, Wakey Wakey Rise and fucking Shine! Where my coffee crew? Where my memes crew? Front to the back, make sure that's how you wipe it when the coffee flows through ya! Through ya! Through ya! Guys, Jesus, a bit much. Fucking hell. Lively. Lively up inside of the Monday crew. Slinging a Monday dick. Okay. Start with a half. Um, listen, yeah. Hi, guys. Don't mean to start the show with a plug, but gonna do it anyway. On Wednesday, me and Jim are doing a Ranking Radio podcast live. A live recording at the Brunswick and Hove. It starts at eight. Come down. Christ. It's gonna be good. Like Ranking Radio, live audience. Wednesday. Hove, the Brunswick, 8 o'clock. There's a Facebook event going around. I think it's in the Lobster Crew group. It's on the high ranking page. It's on the ranking radio page. That's all I'm going to say about it today. Guys, hello. Good morning. It's Monday. How was your weekend? Rate it out of 10. Rate it out of 10 and a one-sentence description. Please, if you wouldn't mind, in the chat. You hog boy, I want to know what's going on. Stin, tell me all of your woes. Benage, tell me when was the last time you truly made love. Lee, tell me tell me what's going on in your pants these days. Like, is it good times down there? Issues with your waterworks? You know, how are your tods? Regular? Whole? Bit runny? Bit solid? Let me know. Who else is there? Bert. Bert, just, just tell me what's on your mind, brother. I'm here for you, brother. Uh, Squidge, um, tell me how how it was growing up in the MK Ultra program. Um, was that cool? Would you recommend it, uh, or was it, as I suspect, uh, a bit of a chore? Um, that generally, people who have come out of the MK Ultra program, when asked what it was like, um, I said, oh, "It's a bit of a chore." You know, I was pff, I had a lot on at the time. You know, and the last thing I needed was to be uh, drugged with LSD um, and then, you know, assaulted you know, and abused in, in, in a sort of government mind control program. I, I didn't, I, if I'm honest with you, I didn't have the time for it. And so it really, it was a dreadful inconvenience. You know, that, that, I mean, if anything, you know, that was the real crime of the MK Ultra program was just how much of an inconvenience it was for the people who I presume were kidnapped and put into it. I don't know. It's, you know, it's not for me to say. Guys, though, it's Monday. You know, the... Clouds are covering the sky. The rain is, is falling down onto our wee heads. Uh, but Cockney Jesus is there looking down on us all, making sure you ain't being a fucking mug. Yeah, you ain't being a muggy little sigh. So do think about that as you go about your life. Think, what would Cockney Jesus do if you ever come up with a, a quandary? If you ever wondered whether or not, whether, whether or not like, you're wondering whether or not you should get hold of a bird. You know, get hold of a some bird and that think what would cockney jesus do you think hey get hold of her wouldn't he get right hold of her yeah do you get hold of her to get right hold of her do you know what i mean guys it's monday morning i love you all feel that love embrace you like a hug from a co-worker you did not ask for ladies and gentlemen welcome to coffee and memes steady job and a couple extra potatoes that's all i want if you're getting on you're pushing 30 sluggy you know it's time to think about getting some ambition well i always figured i'd live a little bit longer without it don't forget kid that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy and that's funny and it's 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 kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that it, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you and if you don't play that out you actually fail Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes on Threshold.fm and, of course, Yao Chaub. Um, so, uh, Steen has given uh, his weekend 4.20 out of 10. Um, so, I presume he was probably <laughs> tooting on some ganja pipes over the weekend. Oh, boy. Those scotch, they know how to roll. <laughs> uh, bloody good lad. Uh, Lee gives it a solid 7. Went to the NFL uh, yesterday. Uh, the National Football League, uh, I guess. Um, Squidgy Beats. Uh, he says seven out of ten. Only smokes weed 
didn't leave the flat and did all my chores. So that's not bad, is it? Get your chores done at the weekend. Can't argue with that. Ben Virgo's up in the place. Uh, Imba DNB says, I wonder if the Coffee and Memes pre-record algorithm uh, got reset over the weekend. Um, great banter to start start the day with uh, um, Squidge just saying he lives for the Ultra, MK Ultra program. That's nice, isn't it? Um, Real Akeem's uh, a little bit late, but not too late. Chody boy, chody boy. He was looking at a handsome boy. I was looking anyway. Look, guys, let's get into the news. It's thank fuck, thank Cockney Jesus. It's a good news week so far. It's and it's only Monday, so I'm pleased after last week's utter poverty of humorous news, humorous nows nuggets. Yeah, some good some good bits today, man. Some good old freaking bits. Tide Pod news. Tide Pod news. Tide Pod News! If you liked the Tide Pod Challenge, you're going to love these whiskey uh, cocktail capsules. So it looks like a canny, a canny booze company have got on the Tide Pod hype train, I can only assume from listening to this show, and have created uh, boozy Tide Pods. Oh, I swear to God. I swear to Fucking Cockney Jesus. What's that, you mug? Nothing, Cockney Jesus, sorry. Um, yeah, look at them. They look delicious. Uh, ever felt like pouring yourself a glass of, glass of whiskey was just too much effort? Oh, God, who's covering this? Oh, Ellen Scott, Jesus. Um, you have to lift the bottle, unscrew the lid, tilt it above a glass, which you've likely had to retrieve from the... Fuck off! Uh, but thanks to the alcohol gods, there's now a solution. Whiskey cocktails in capsules, like Tide Pods, but actually intended to be consumed. Why, you may ask. Not really. Um, I think that's obvious. Uh, we truly, truly cannot answer that. Shut up, Ellen. Um, it doesn't appear that people have been on their knees begging for such a creation. Oh, that that's it, is it? Is that, that's how... That's how it works, is it? Basically, if you're a company, you're like, oh, what is it that people want? You go out into the street, and if there happens to be a collection of people, they're all on their knees, begging, please, please, we need it, we need it. Like, if that's the case, you'd be inventing, I don't know, wholesale, wholesale socioeconomic revolution as some sort of weird product. Wouldn't happen. Um, yeah, not sure it works like that. Really, you 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 tend to try and give people something that they they didn't realise they needed it until they see it. Uh, and yet, Speyside Distillery, the Glenlivet, uh, has swooped in to offer their capsule collection, uh, which they described as glassless cocktails. Yeah, see, there you go. It's less waste. Um, we define glassless cocktails. Um, I mean, it's takeaway, I presume. And we define glassless cocktails as just taking a swill straight from the bottle. But potato, potato. What? We define glassless cocktails as just taking a swig, a swill straight from the bottle. But potato, potato. Um, okay. I know it's potato, potato. Don't hurt me. Uh, the capsules do have a purpose, even if it's a bit muddy. They're meant to be better for the environment. As rather than having booze packaged in glass bottles, the capsules hold 23 millilitres of whiskey uh, in a casing made from seaweed extract. You just shove the whole thing in your gob, bite, enjoy the mouthful of whiskey, and then swallow the fully biodegradable capsule. By biodegradable, do you actually mean digestible? If you don't fancy swallowing a bit of the seaweed stuff, you can just chuck it in your compost and fuck it off. Flip it the bird as you sling it in a bucket of swill, feed it to the pigs. Who cares? Who cares what you do with it? Stick it up your bum. That might, maybe some of the seaweed properties will get in through your the wall of your colon and nourish you from within. Bosh one, shelf one. That's what Gran always used to say. Uh, the Glenlivet partnered with Taya and Elementary to come up with these uh, different capsule cocktails uh, themed around three flavours of citrus, wood and spice. Um... <laughs> We're doing some whiskey cocktails. What what would you like them to taste like? Wood. Wood would be cool. Definitely in my top three. Um, they are working with Notpal. Notpla. Notpla. To create a sustainable packaging option. 
the capsules. <laughs> the capsules are going to be served at Taya and Elementary throughout London Cocktail Week. Presumably, once you've scarfed down a couple, you can enjoy a normal cocktail in a glass. One that doesn't require you to hold what appears to be quite a large sort of booze in your mouth in one go. Some of us like to sip. I thought you were swilling it from the bottle. God, you talk a lot of shit. Um, the reaction to the poppable capsules has been mixed. Some have compared the cocktails to jello shots, while others are making the inevitable Tide Pod Challenge reference. Uh, many have gently let Glenn Livett know that if you make little capsules of, bu- of bues, someone will put them in their butt. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was just suggesting the casing went in there, but I guess you could put... I mean, I don't know. I I don't know what the structural integrity of it's like. A Tide Pod, they're pretty... Um, they're quite hardy. I reckon you could get it. I reckon you could get a few up there. I mean, is there... It's probably worth a Google, isn't it? Um, Tide Pod up the ass. Slammed in the butt by Handsome Lucky... By Handsome Laundry Detergent Pod. Uh, this is on Amazon. Uh, is this a, a, a ebook? Wow. Wow. Wow! Oh my god, this is incredible. Go away. Pop up. Go away. Slammed in the butt by my handsome laundry detergent pod. Kindle edition. Okay, I guess it's, this is by Chuck Tingle. Oh, I've heard of this Chuck Tingle. Yeah, he writes these sort of like, I think they're mainly gay uh, gay romance uh, novels uh, from such, such classics as There's a Bitcoin in my butt and he's handsome. <laughs> the call is coming from inside your butt. Handsome sentient food pounds my butt and turns me gay. <laughs> Heavy metal unicorn lawyer sings into my butthole legally. Is this generated by artificial intelligence? My handsome mountain bike is a doctor and he pounds my butt. <laughs> Rudolph the red-nosed butt raptor. Scary stories to tingle your butt. Seven tales of gay terror. All right, well, this has piqued my interest. Uh, what do we have here? This is the synopsis of Slammed in the Butt by my handsome laundry detergent pod. Look at the um, look at the artwork. Um, it appears to be a giant Tide Pod with the face of... It looks a bit like... Is it Jesse from Breaking Bad? Um, and then a man, uh, a handsome gayman... Um, with uh, a towel, a topless, uh, just wearing a towel. Greg is late for the car show, but thanks to some high-octane intensity behind the wheel, he arrives in time for check-in. Unfortunately, his ride is now covered in mud and dirt just hours before the show starts. After hearing about a secret car wash in the hills nearby, Greg visits to find a mysterious cloaked cleaning expert. Okay. It's soon revealed that this enigmatic, enigmatic bad boy is actually a handsome, sentient laundry detergent pod in disguise, hiding out in the hills after people start eating this kind, after eating his kind for kicks. Soon enough, Greg and the gorgeous red and blue cleaning tool find themselves wrapped up in a hardcore affair that is sure to have both of them <laughs> sparkling clean and covered in studs. Oh, suds. Either, either one's fine. This erotic tale is a 4,100 4, words of sizzling human on handsome living detergent pod action, including anal, blowjobs, rough sex, facials, and physically manifested laundry paraphernalia love. Wow. The gay romance novel you didn't know you needed until now. See, this is how it is. I never knew that I needed a gay... Look, I'm not even gay, but I I think I need this in my life. This, you know, I didn't know that I needed gay romance about a sentient, anthropomorphized Tide Pod fucking a geezer in, an ar- in his arse. I, I did not know that I needed that in my life. Turns out I do. Right. How about this one? This looks really good. Sadly, it's only got one star review. Heavy metal unicorn lawyer sings into my butthole legally. (laughs) I mean, this is... It feels like it's been... The title has been generated by, like, a random... 
God, there's loads of these. My butt is comforted by the realization that I'm okay and everything will be all right. The fear of the unknown gives my butt pause, but then I realize how powerful and unique I am. And we found and we pound enthusiastically. <laughs> Not pounded at the last second because consent can be given and revoked at any moment. And jeez, look at the geezer on the cover of this. Look, um, we'll get to that one next. I don't know, how long would you like me to spend on this? Um, let, okay, so the, the synopsis of Heavy Metal Unicorn Lawyer sings into my butthole legally. Um, Jawbit is a hard worker with a decent job, but the daily 9 to 5, gr nine to five grind is wearing him down. Realising that his life is completely devoid of any rec uh, recreation or entertainment, Jorbit and his friend decide that the best cure for their blues is a night on the town, heading out to the local rock club to see heavy metal giants Horns of Heck. Wow, I like Horns of Heck. I, pr I prefer the early stuff, though. Suddenly, a chance meeting with the unicorn lead singer, Grimble Chorns. <laughs> Fucking Grimble Chorns. He's getting me too, along with Choppy Waters. Um, has uh, Jorbit reeling, and when he learns that Grimble is both a rock star and a lawyer... All bets are off. <laughs> Suddenly, a uh, yeah. Soon enough, the two of them launch a five-year legal battle. In <laughs> Soon enough, the two of them launch a five-year legal battle in an effort to attain permits allowing Grimble to sing into Jorbit's butthole, uh, which will bring them together in ways they could have never imagined. This erotic tale in 4,300 words is a sizzling human-on-gay unicorn action, including anal, blowjobs, rough sex, and rock and roll lawyer love. <laughs> oh, this is amazing. This is too good, man. Um... Not pounded at the last second because consent can be given and revoked at any moment. And this is a wonderful thing that's important to understand. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Is that um, the Sas Sasquatch? That he's going to have... Yeah, Bigfoot. Brilliant. <laughs> An erotic gay tale about the importance of consent uh, between a very muscular gentleman <laughs> and Bigfoot. Oh, man. Um, blip is on the way to a whitewater rafting trip, but he's nervous about the adventure before it even begins. Fortunately, Blip find himself, finds himself with a wonderful and patient guide, a handsome Bigfoot named <laughs> Gato Grimms, who explains that while the river uh, may seem like there's only one path to take, there are actually several forks in the road, and it's always okay to stop entirely. Uh, as the attraction between Blip and Gato mounts, they suddenly find themselves locked in the heat of passion. And when Blip suddenly changes his mind about the encounter, he quickly learns, that's okay. That's good. That's fine. That's great. Now, Blip and Gatu are embarking on an erotic adventure with absolutely no sex, proving that love is still real when you revoke your consent for any reason at all. Uh, the important tale is 4,100 words. I love that it has the word count in. Man, there are so many of these. I reckon you must be able to churn these out in the day. Easy. Uh, not pounded in my butt by anything, and that's okay. That looks good. That looks like a good one. Uh, this important tale is 4,100 words of sexless romance between buds, uh, including learning about each other, sharing a river rafting adventure, and a blossoming love that is just as important with or without sex. Uh, well, I implore you all to check out uh, Chuck Tingle on, on Amazon. Uh, you can get Kindle editions. They're, they're very reasonably priced. Uh, this that last one was just two dollars eighty five, um, so it's about about two pounds, two pounds in real money. Um, fantastic. I'm. I mean, who would have thought we would have ended up there from the whole whiskey Tide Pod situation? And all I had to do was Google Tide Pod put into an ass. It's amazing. What wonders you can find on the internet when Googling an inanimate object and then put it into the ass. <laughs> Let's see what shoe throws we've got today. Wow. Uh, 
<laughs> new one by Fade Black. <laughs> new Posse. New Red Pill, Dreams and Circuits from his Blackout EP. Bunshin Remix of the World by ABS Signal and uh, other people. <laughs> Tasha Baxter. <laughs> Wonder whether or not ABS has ever tried to put a Tide Pod into his ass. All right, let's have this Fade Black bit. It's called Sane. Fade Black, of course, one half of Fade Black and Bide that present Gold Top Music, Gold Top Radio, rather, on right here on Threshold.fm every Wednesday night at 8. Uh, this is called Sane. It is um, Fade Black and Leo Law, and it's on Critical Music. the dots You boys pass the platter around and hit that goddamn like button on this video. Show them dirty dislikers how we're doing things in these parts. The goddamn libtards be disliking the videos. Let's help trigger these libtards by hitting that like button. Is there any way that I could make you? Is there any way 
Nice bet by Faye Black. Monday morning vibes on Threshold.fm. Pounded by the pound, turned gay by the socio-economic implications of Britain leaving the European Union. An erotic uh, novel by Chuck Tingle. When Alex learns that Britain has decided to leave the European Union, he's shocked by just hot how normal everything seems. Uh, but the calm doesn't last as Alex is suddenly accosted by a giant living coin uh, from the not-so-distant future. In this horrific future where Britain has left the EU, four-storey buses lie strewn about the streets of London after a failed plan to cut costs. The Queen's Guard have been replaced by flying reptiles with machine guns, and the River Thames runs red with molten lava. Now Alex and his handsome sentient pound must, t- must travel back to the past and sway the vote uh, for European solidarity uh, by proving that all you need is love. This erotic tale is 420 words, sizzling human on monetary unit action, uh, including anal, blowjobs, rough sex, cream pies, and living pound love. If that is not what we need to bring this country back together, I do not know what is. <sighs> Maybe what this country needs is just some a few Brexiteers and a few Remainers just to thrash each other in the arse and maybe we'll realise that we ain't so different after all, you know we ain't so different after all guys um, okay, that's probably enough Chuck Tingle for now not pounded by the physical manifestation of my need to please everyone because sometimes it's okay to give back to yourself that looks good, actually could be a good read, I wonder whether or not it's got any uh, big cock action in it um (laughs) The physical embodiment of abstract concepts fucking you in the arse. <laughs> that Brexit one sounds quite good, though. Like, yeah. I mean, I might be able to sort of, like... I could skip the gay sex. I don't know. Maybe I'll enjoy it. Maybe it'll, you know, open my eyes. Who knows? Um, Guys, the cat. The cat placed on drip after having sex with five females in one night. Look at him. He is shagged out. He is shagged out cat in China has been placed on a glucose trip after having sex with at least five females in one night at a pet hotel. He is slanging that feline slang. Potentially my favourite opening line of an article ever right there. Well, that's good to know, Jake Massey. Thanks for letting us know. The Russian Blue, uh, which is kind of a posh cat, the kind that stays at hotels. It's a pet hotel, you prick. Um, it's just a, another posh name for a cattery. Um, took full advantage of his night away from home because you know what they say. When the cat's away, the cat will play. That's No, that's not what they say. That's not the saying. The saying is when the cat's away, the mice will play. Start with this. Um, however, it seems Zhao Pai... Overcooked it a little with his bonking escapades, leaving him so knackered he had to be hooked to a glucose drip. <laughs> that is wild. Uh, to make matters worse for Zhao Pai, his horny hotel rampage was caught on CCTV. Oh no, he must be gutted. Uh, so when his owner returned, he couldn't pretend that he hadn't been hitting the treadmill really hard or something. Fortunately, though, uh, for Zhao Pai, uh, his owner held no grudges against him as he isn't neutered. Uh, and you know there was plenty of temptation for him. But Mr. Zhao, uh, from the Guangzhou, uh, the capital of Guangdong province in South China, was less understanding of the pet hotel, uh, who was furious for letting uh, Zhao Pai rove freely around the hotel. Um, in a furious but hilarious rant on social media, Mr. Zhao said, uh, I thought they'd be professional, I thought they'd be professional, uh, but the staff member didn't feed him during the day and let him roam freely at night. That's right, all the cats were free to walk around the shop and then employee went home. Um, between 10.40pm and 5am, my cat mated with five female cats. And those are the only ones I could see on the CCD f- CCTV footage. So he might have been slanging way more. And the pet hotel had the nerve to be upset with me, saying some of the cat's owners 
uh, weren't planning on having kittens. They wanted me to explain the situation to all the other pet owners. My fucking cat is now exhausted and on a glucose drip. And this is my fault? Don't piss in my face and tell me it's raining. Uh, Mr. Zhao uh, said the hotel later apologised, offering to pay for the drip treatment and compensate the owners of any cats uh, Zhao Pai managed to impregnate. He said they're going to compensate each pregnant cat owner 56 quid. Bad, is it? <laughs> Promise to sell any kittens on their behalf. <laughs> That's kind of... <laughs> Don't worry, we'll flog the... It's 50 quid. Don't worry, we'll flog the kids. <laughs> Just give us a kid so I can't fucking flog them for you. Don't worry about it. Um, the other owners have told me they'll either give me a kitten um, or uh, 113 quid if their cats really turn out to be pregnant. What a night. Wow. <laughs> there he is. He is shagged out. Look at his little face. That's hilarious. That really is good times. <laughs> My fucking cat is now exhausted and on a glucose trip. And this is my fault. <laughs> uh, don't shag me in the ass and accuse me of farting. You know what I mean? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> today's a good show. Uh, I'm in for me anyway. Um, I've always, you know, I always thought the show really it has a, it certainly has a minimum audience of one. Um, Guys, uh, what's going on? Uh, who is Wrinkles, the clown parents hire to terrify their misbehaving children? Wow, this sounds like a job I would like. Okay, what's going on here? Oh, no. Hey, Wrinkles, I need you to come get these kids. Oh, shit. He's coming for your children. found out about Wrinkles through a news story. Meet Southwest Florida's Wrinkles the Clown. This is Florida. Wrinkles, I'm a reporter at the Washington Post. I'm a reporter Post. at the Naples Daily News. Have you seen your story blow up online? You can call him, he'll scare people for you. Sorry, you've reached Wrinkles the Clown. <laughs> <laughs> You're scaring little people that can't defend themselves. I'll take this baseball bat and beat your bones in. You don't know if he's trying to do this for fun or trying to kill you. It's like a boogeyman situation. Oh my god! We know that there's a human underneath, and yet you don't know their identity, and that creeps people out. You better be afraid of Ring. He's real. By calling him, you're essentially inviting him in into your life. Wow, this looks good. No! <laughs> What was different about this was the viral nature of the social media. There's two people in his body. A multiple personality has been working like this for over 65 years. Who are you and why are you doing that? People have made a ritual out of calling. This looks good. I'm excited by this. So uh, it's a documentary about Wrinkles the Clown. Um, who presumably is someone that parents can ring up and perhaps pay to come and scare their naughty children. Uh, to stop them eating Tide Pods um, or whatever it is the naughty children are doing, trying to steal their pain medication um, or, I don't know, trying to become YouTubers. Whatever your kids are doing that you don't want them to fucking do. Um, according to the description, the uh, so what's been going on here? Everyone knows clowns can be scary, uh, but what about one hired by parents to spook their own kids? Wrinkles the Clown is a new online documentary about a US urban legend of the same name, sparked by a series of viral videos of an apparently real-life Pennywise. 2014, a YouTube page titled Have You Seen Wrinkles posted security camera footage of a child sleeping in their room before a clown silently emerges from underneath their bed uh, and destroys the footage. According to the description, the video was supposedly shot in Florida in 2013, one of the earliest sightings of Wrinkles the Clown. The clip has been viewed more than 900,000 times and as Wrinkles popular popularity as an urban legend grew, more sightings were shared on social media. Uh, he can typically be seen wearing a red and white polka dot suit with black gloves and a white mask with black eye holes and receding white hair. His horrific, his horrifying image of appearance is not the only thing you would expect. It's not what you would expect from a children's party clown. But legend claims some parents have invited them into their lives for, different, for a different reason. For a few hundred dollars, Wrinkles will apparently make an appearance at a social event, prank your friends or even stand menacingly outside someone's house clutching a handful of balloons to complete the look. Uh, Wrinkles has not revealed his true identity in interviews, choosing to stay in character. The 
The only information that he has revealed is that he is a divorcee, former veteran from Rhode Island, who moved to Florida when he retired. Instead of taking up golf like most retirees, he decided to buy a creepy clown mask, some business cards, and stickers to advertise his service. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I got a child that's misbehaving. He's trying to eat my Tide Pods. He's trying to put my Xanax into his anus. Shortly, therefore, there, shortly thereafter, he received hundreds of calls from teenagers, pranksters, and even parents looking to enlist his clowning services for their own twisted use. In an interview with the Washington Post, uh, Wrinkles recalls the time he was hired to terrify a mother's 12-year-old son. He was scared of clowns when I showed up across the street from him at the bus stop and just started cry- he just started crying in front of his friends and ran home. That's a bit of a rough trick to play on a 12-year-old, isn't it? Um, his mother called me back a few days later and said, Thank you! Now when he starts to act bad, she just has to ask him, Do you want Win- Wrinkles to come back? Uh, but Wrinkles doesn't see his work. As a way to scare people, he's just looking for a way to enjoy his retirement. <laughs> Tell the local news channel, I just want to have fun, have a good time, make a little extra money on the side, you know. Just have a little fun before I die. <laughs> I hope that's not a spoiler for the documentary. It looks good. Um, right, look, what else have we got in terms of uh, flap, flip, 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 flappies? Um, little little flappies. Um, Posse, Alien Dweep. Uh, off uh, the pulp. Is it an album? Ah, it's an EP. Weep. What, what would you estimate the speed? Oh, well above supersonic. It, it like a bullet out of a gun it took off. So from what you know about aerodynamics, mechanics, physics, uh, should this be possible what you saw? Is there anything that you know of capable of this kind of behavior? Thanks for the dislikes, guys. Please do keep them coming in. Usual address. Thank you. 
that's uh, Posse with Alien Dweep. Alien Dweep. Um, Beyond the Joker. Blockbuster movie Joker set to earn jailed pedo Gary Glitter. Hundreds of thousands in royalties. Um, bold move um, by uh, whoever decided on the music for Joker. Um, it could be the same. It did look quite similar. Uh, jailed pedo Gary Glitter is set to rake in a fortune from one of his hits that is featured in Joker. Uh, Rock and Roll Part 2, uh, which Glitter helped write, is played in a key scene of the blockbuster. Uh, the featured song will make the paedophile hundreds of thousands of pounds, experts said today. He will receive a lump sum uh, for letting the recording be used and royalties will be paid based on how well the film does uh, in cinemas plus DVD sales and sales of the film's soundtrack. Um, in 1972... The 1972 hit plays for around two minutes. Oh, man, he's going to fucking rake it in for that. In a key scene where Yakwen, where Whacking, Whacking Phoenix, uh, Whacking Phoenix's Joker dances down a long flight of steps uh, as he fully transforms into the villain. The Warner Brothers movie broke October box office records by taking in £190 million pounds worldwide in its opening weekend. Uh, Phoenix 44 has won rave reviews for his portrayal of a mentally ill comedian, Arthur Fleck, who has had a history of abuse and now turns into the infamous Batman baddie. But fans reacted furiously online to the inclusion of the Glam Rockers song. One fumed, that monster doesn't deserve royalties. Uh, Man vs. Pink tweeted, Gary Glitter gets royalties for Joker. Uh, uh, immoral bullshit. They're literally paying a paedophile to use his music. Uh, in a movie about the consequences of child abuse. I'm off the fence. This music is a moral bullshit. Um, yeah, I mean, would they? Would, but would you say it if it was Michael Jackson's music? Uh, Miss Omens said, I still haven't recovered from the shock of hearing Larry, Larry Glitter. <laughs> All right. And Just Insane, right, yeah, Just Insane, nice, added... The acting and cinematography is incredible. My only complaint is the music Gary Glitter's Rock and Roll Part 2. That monster doesn't deserve any royalties. Uh, Gary Glitter, 75, is currently serving 16 years for attempted rape, indecent assault, and having sex with a child under 13. Yeesh. It is an odd move uh, to use a Gary Glitter song, I will say. There are many other songs in the world. Uh, could have even sort of made a sound alike. Um, do you think there was just an oversight? Like, they just didn't know? Um that it was go away no that's enough he was first locked up in 1999 for downloading images of child abuse he was then jailed in Vietnam in 2006 for molesting two girls aged 11 and 12 before being released in 2008 Gary Glitter real name Paul Gad uh, was jailed for the third time in 2015 for abusing three young girls and is believed to be due for release in 2021 well he's gonna have a pound note about him then isn't he yeah that's um yeah but bold move should we say in today's climate to um, use pedo jams uh, in uh, in your Hollywood blockbuster. Oh well, maybe they're, maybe they're looking to court controversy. Um, Mum of two disgusted by poo uh, floating towards her children at water park. Yeah, I, I guess so. Is that the Triangle Leisure Centre? Oh no, it's Stoke Stoke Sentinel. Um, most people probably wouldn't have water parks down as the most hygienic of places. Uh, there's the endless opportunity for Farukas, the fact some people probably don't shower before getting in, and then there's the very real potential for kids to have little accidents. But mum of two, Hayley Clues, uh, had to cut short her family's trip to Dimensions Water Park. Uh, that is presumably Dimension, the drum and bass producer. Uh, I think he owns this water park after she found actual poo in the water. Uh, get ready to be put off for life because to her horror, she noticed chunks of Todd floating towards her and her kids while she was in the jet area. Ugh. She grabbed her two children, Caden, nine, Kaiser, six, Kaiser. Bold move for a first name. Powerful first name for 2019. Uh, and got them straight into the shower before raising the alarm to the staff. Boo! Raise the alarm! Despite having to cut her short, cut short her visit and obviously have the trauma of nearly being covered in Todd. Uh, she says she's not been offered a refund from the management. Haley from Stoke said, uh, We saw something floating towards Kaiser in the lake. Uh, I thought it looked a bit like poo. Uh, and then when I looked, it were big chunks, little chunks, fucking chunks everywhere. It was like someone had dumped a ten of pigs pudding in there. 
I grabbed the kids out of way as quickly as I could and put an estrogen shot in the lake. I told the man to make sure I shout his dad in the channel back to cover in fucking Todd. Uh, Haley said she later raised the issue at reception. She added, I was told that because I didn't tell a lifeguard straight away, I couldn't get a refund. Is that the rules? You find the Todd in the swimming pool, you have 30 seconds to notify the lifeguard. If not, no refund. Sorry. If, if, if you're not informed of the Todd sighting immediately, we just have, the rules are we just have to let the Todd go. Just have to let the Todd do its thing. They're biodegradable. Um, uh, I couldn't get a refund. I used to go once a month. I'm never going again. People of all ages use the facility, including babies and elderly people. You really don't know what you're swimming in. The attraction in uh, Burslem is run by Stoke-on-Trent City Council. Council spokesman said, We're sorry that Haley had to cut short her recent visit to the leisure centre because of rogue Todd's. Uh, she first reported the problem to the receptionist around 30 minutes after leaving the pool and then straight away to a member of staff went to speak to the lifeguards and check the water. However, nothing had been seen or reported at the time. Hmm, okay, the plot thickens. A little while later, when the pool had quietened down, one of the lifeguards spotted some small pieces of debris. Debris. Uh, on the pool floor, so we took the decision to close the pool. Uh, these were removed from the pool and the chlorine levels were increased. And the pool's filter backwashed before it reopened to the public the following day. I've emailed Hayley to offer her two complimentary family swim tickets. You know what? I don't reckon the complimentary family swim tickets are likely to get her back in the pool. Um, and hope to see her and her family again soon. Somehow doubt she'll be taking them up on the offer. Um, yeah, the pool is now su at such a high chlorine level uh, that it is effectively now a chemical weapon. Throw your kids in at the deep end. Thanks, Stoke-on-Trent City Council. Good stuff, man. Good freaking stuff. Look, let's have one more bit, yeah? Let's have one more bit, and then we might get another couple of bits. And then it's time to get out there. Fucking, if you're not at work, get a job. If you are at work, um, get fired. And if you're on your way to or from work, um, remove an item of clothing, wave it around your head, and shout... Uh, this one's for you, Shabadee. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Okay, what else we got? There's a, one of that thingy remix of Abyss. Bunshin remix of Abyss, Signal, and Tasha Baxter. It's called The Wall. It's my election, I would say. Oh, no. Why is there Trump? We'll find out soon, but probably even before my election. Uh, this is a uh, fraudulent crime on the American people. But we'll work together with Shifty Shift. Uh, Bunch and Remy Savavis featuring Donny T. And we'll see what happens because uh, we did absolutely, I had a great call with the president of Ukraine. It was 100%. You have the transcript. And then uh, Schiff went up and he got, as the chairman of the committee, got up and uh, related a call that didn't take place. He made up the language. I, hard to believe. Nobody's ever seen this. I think he had some kind of a mental breakdown. Not lies, not lies. And he read a state...
Yeah, this is wild. I'm a fan of this. This could be a contender. Sad to see so many dislikes, sad losers, all of them losers, a lot of lies from the losers, disliking a video is just for losers. No one likes a video more than I do. (laughs) Contender for shoe thrower of the week, Uh, shoe box D and B. Goddamn contender. Uh, this is Bunshin Remix of The Wall by Abyss, Tasha Baxter, and Signal. Robin, this whole show is a false flag. I'm actually a far left commie side trance DJ. Yeah, yeah. Damn. It's a naughty bit. That is the Bunshin remix of The Wall featuring Tasha Baxter. It's by Signal and or Abyss. Christ, yes, nice, good, good bit. Last news bit for you today. Woman found with bag of meth disguised as hair bow. That is banging. That I'm impressed with this. This this is great. <laughs> it is good. Woman from the USA who was pulled over for a routine traffic offence stop. Stop riding dirty. Stop. Look. Stop doing. Fucking get. I don't know how many more times I can go on about it. A routine traffic offence stop was found to have been transporting meth by disguising it uh, as a bow in her hair. Uh, Seriously, this is either really, really stupid or genius. A bit of both, I think. Uh, Often the best place to hide things is in plain sight, right? Uh, That's um, missing a few letters there, Tom Wood, but that's, you know, at least some of the way towards a full sentence. Who would believe that someone would be dumb enough to strap a full baggie of drugs to their head? Uh, well, whatever it is, the risk didn't pay off for Jenica, Jenica, Jessica, Brennis, Crop. Uh, she got busted. Just dust the sentence there. She got busted. Uh, talk about being accessory to a crime. An accessory to a crime. Fucking Nora. It's actually quite difficult to read. Just the sort of appalling level of English used. It started in Flippin, Arkansas, uh, when Officer Kenneth Looney, oh, come on, man, spotted a Dodge Neon driving with an expired registration. Yeah, don't be driving with an expired registration if you're riding dirty. Come on, guys. Uh, He stuck on his lights and tried to pull the car over. Crop, who was presumably a bit scared about getting pulled over for obvious reasons, uh, didn't stop for the officer initially, but eventually relented and brought the car to a halt. Uh, when asked for a driving license, Crop informed Officer Looney that it was in- expired. Oh, come on, you got an expired license as well. Oh, and she had no insurance. And no idea where the registration of the car was. And she borrowed it. Uh, that's bad enough, but for once the policeman ran her name. But once the policeman ran her name, he discovered that she also had five active warrants for her arrest. Four more warrants for failure to appear in court. And another final one for failure to pay fines. And no wonder she didn't want to be pulled over. How fucking... Right, I mean, just the level of density going on. 
I'm actually glad Diane Bay suffering from the retardation. Um, you, 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 you've got everything that could possibly be. I mean, it was the car stolen. Might as well have been. No registration, no insurance, no license. Okay, you got five outstanding warrants. Nine, actually. At a re and you're riding around with a, with a meth bag hairdo. Com confirmed coffee and memes, good times, girl. Uh, that's where things got worse for her. As she was alighting the car to be placed under arrest, the copper spotted that she had a very strange ornament in her hair. In a later affidavit, Officer Looney wrote, <laughs> right. As I was detaining Jessica Crop, I observed what appeared to be a bow in her hair. The bow appeared to be a small Ziploc bag containing a white crystal-like substance of suspected methamphetamine. The baggie had a small rubber band around the middle, giving it a bow shape, and it was attached to a bobby pin. The substance was affixed to the right side of the head attached to her hair. I said, are you serious? She said, what? I said, you have a bow in your hair made from a bag of meth. She said, explained if deleted. I didn't know that was there. Someone else put that there, and I didn't know what it was. <laughs> that, that would be good. If you could attach... Yeah, you could attach it to people. You could get people's... You could smuggle stuff into clubs like that. Yeah, you just attach it to the girl in front of you's hair in the queue. Jobs are good. And after begging the officer not to tow her car, uh, she revealed that she had more drug paraphernalia, including a vape pen with THC and meth oil. Meth oil? THC and meth oil? And another with just THC. And multiple bags of meth. Oh, please don't... Please don't tow my car. I'll tell you what. If I if you don't tow my car, I'll, I'll cop to possession of loads of other drugs. She was arrested and charged with possession of meth with intent to supply, possession of drug paraphernalia, driving without insurance and driving on a suspended license. Yeah, she's going down for a while, man. I think she's going to be... She's, she's got five years at least for that. Crop was taken to Marion County Jail, which was held in custody in lieu of a $23,000 bond. That's quite low, I would say, under the circumstances. Listen, guys, it's the end of the show. It's Monday. Get out there and sling dick, because no one else is going to sling it for you. Someone, it's not like someone is going to come into your place of work, come into your bedroom, grab you by the penis, drag you out of the house, and force you to do something with your life. You're going to have to do it yourself. And I don't, know, I don't know who needs to hear that, but all I'm telling you is Cockney Jesus is not going to knock on your door. It's like, oh, hey, let's listen, you fatty mug. Come up to your bedroom, yeah, pull, pull off your Spider-Man bed sheets, pull off your Spider-Man bed clothes, grab you by your semi-erect penis, Drag you to the bathroom, forcibly clean your teeth, shave you, cut your hair, you know, just put some links under your arms and then drag you down to, to the centre of town and have you make something in your life. I, w I mean, I wish. I wish that was how it worked, but it doesn't. You're going to have to drag yourself. You're going to have to pull yourself up by your own banjo string. You know what I mean? Get out there and fucking sling it. Both hands, if not three. If you can get a third hand, all the better. Right, guys, look, it's the end of the show. Thank you to everyone that's supporting on Patreon. You're fine and wonderful folk. Without you, I would not be able to do this. Um, and I'm, look, I don't want to, the kind of Voldemort effect on mentioning the new app, but I don't know. Could be this week, man. Could be this week. All the content's in it. It's, uh, yep. We'll see, won't we? But cross my fingers and pray to Cockney Jesus. Um, where's the VIP list? Good God. Uh, VIP list is as follow. Greg, Greg Cornford, Oliver Hooper, Tom Ryan, Reese Moss and Squidgy Beats, Polly Hutton, Kieran R, Michael Kaczynski, Matty Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Ryan Van Thunderbutt, Mike Pye, Lillian, Sub Richard Franks, Thomas Hall, Joe Ryder, John Finnison, BDR Crew, Peter Blatchford, Austin Grief, Cooper, Gennady Lightfield, James Parry, Hannah Bartender, Lady Squiffington, Lynn the Menace Underwood, Dan Fucking Morris, Go No SDDs, Ames MC, Josh Williams, Rob Humphrey, Shibby D, Goko Shiva, Dan Elton, Darren Wilmore, Mr. Pope, Double Crest, Sutton, Suchy Superior, Trauma Base, Chris Bates, The Bill, Chris Bartholson, Odin Bates, Lee Fuller, D, Daniel, Jeremy Flaxis, Matt Wright, Grant Sullivan, Tom Robinson, Dab Smasher, Connor Smythe, Kevin Kaiser, Chris Shaw, Cosmic Wolf, uh, Keep It Cool, Tool in the Motor Pool, but don't let you meet life. Nick Brock, Sean Simpson, Robin Card, Hugh Downer, Sarah Hunt, The Hitch, Marcel Tech, Willow, Ben Virgo, Den Tweed, Lupe Salazar, Big Wodge, Mighty Hill, Mighty Danny, Nick Fleming, Carl Lewis, Gordon and Liz, Carl Williams, Tom Skipper, Unfortunately, George DC, Anthony Sharp, Claudia Lushmere, Benish, Dren Roche, Timid, John Forsyth, Anderson Pearson, Godlike, MC Hammer, Daddy, Your Mum, Leonardo, Your Best, and Big Eight. Guys, I love you. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. <laughs> on Threshold.fm and on YouTube alike. Um, 
is everyone all right in the chat? You know, sometimes, you know, there's some hijinks at the end that I sort of miss because it's the end of the show and stuff. Um, Chode with some decent advice there. Don't do anything illegal while you're doing something illegal. I do think that that is, that is a good way to live your life. Look, if you do get pulled over uh, for meth, try not to get pulled over for meth. Okay, I love you. God bless.